Life is limitless. What you are capable of accomplishing is limited only by the limits that you create for yourself or that you allow others to create for you. Now, this doesn't mean we don't experience some ups and downs as we go through life. And for some of us, those ups and downs can seem a bit on the extreme end of things. The story you are about to hear is from a man who has experienced some rather significant ups and downs, to the likes of which many of us may have simply just given up on life altogether. But instead of succumbing to depression or discouragement or having a bitter attitude toward the world, he overcame his obstacles with purpose and strength like never before. His name is Legacy Patino, and he's with me today to tell his story. At the end of the podcast, he also shares a very unique perspective that will give you something extra to ponder today. I'm excited to share his story with you, and I hope you enjoy it. I'm your host, Jen Stickney, and you're listening to Simply Authentic, a podcast brought to you by Enervibe LLC. So today, it's my great pleasure to welcome you, Legacy Patino, to our podcast. So welcome, and thank you for being here. Well, it's a pleasure to be here, Jenny. really is. Thank you. And your story is captivating and inspiring, and I'm honored to be able to share it with our listeners. So thank you again so much for taking the time to join us today. If somebody were to look you up right now, just go out there and Google you, they'd see that you are the CEO of your company, Limits Don't Apply, LLC, and you're out there speaking and sharing what you've learned and helping others to really make an impact in this world, to leave their own legacy. And you're also involved with Lightspeed VT, which is an interactive virtual training system, another great industry to be in right now. You seem like everything is going for you, and yet there's so much capacity for more. So the sky really is the limit for you, it seems. But what I also learned about you is something that I think not everyone would see right away. The fact that just a few years ago, things didn't look so great for you. In fact, you were going through a pretty difficult challenge in your life. Do you mind sharing a bit more about your story and yourself and what you experienced to get to where you are today? Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and it's, all, it's all perspective, right? So um, a lot of people might have took it like the worst thing that ever happened to you, right? But at a, at a very young age, I, uh, I was placed with a lot of challenges. You know, I was, I was about 13 years old and uh, my parents got divorced. I was getting bullied at school. My mom went into a deep depression. I had three little sisters, so I had to mature very quickly, right? And for a, a very long period of time, I, I would ask, like, why me? Like, everything was so perfect. My parents were together. Like, everything just seemed so good. I would hear things that happened to my friends, and I'm like, well, I'm glad that would never happen to me, right? right? And at the time, I was super depressed. I would cry on my way to school because I knew what was waiting I wasn't too excited to come back home because I knew my mom was depressed and I had to sit there and try to explain to my sisters what was going on being 13 years old. Right. right? And I had three little sisters that didn't really know what was going on. And I would contemplate, you know, even suicide. Right. So I, I, I didn't want it to hurt anymore. I, I thought, why is this going on? Like, what did I do to deserve this? Right. And, and later on in life, I, I give thanks to those things because it gave me so much resistance, 
right? It, it gave me so much awareness to what things can happen in real life. And life isn't just good or all up, right? You have to hit some obstacles. You, you have to hit some walls in life. And it gives you strength. It gives you resistance. And, and more than anything, like it gives you the ability to overcome challenges. Right. And, to so, grow. Mm -hmm. and I've learned the things that I give thanks to the most are the challenges because they've helped me grow. So whenever I get faced with a new challenge, I understand that it's like, okay, in the future, I'm going to give thanks to this because I wouldn't willingly put myself through this, right? Knowing, knowing that it, it's going to help me evolve. We're not going to put ourselves through that, right? <laughs> we don't like the pressure. We don't like the stress. So we need those things to grow, right? Those things happen for us. They don't happen to us. And we have to learn to, to look at things in that perspective. What you were talking about, about not too long ago, I had my own business and it's still, it's still running and, and it's coming back together called autopilot. What, what happened was I gave an opportunity to an employee and they begged me for a job. They're like, man, I really need a job. And I'm like, I don't have an additional car that's insured with workers' compensation and all that stuff. Like I can't. Right. And for a week straight, begged and begged and begged me for a job. Please, I have kids. I have this. So being the nice guy, I'm like, okay, I'll let you borrow my car. Go ahead and start doing deliveries and do all the stuff until I can get another car and I'll, and I'll put you in it. Seven days later, the individual got in a car accident, turned around and sued me for everything. So I, I, I was doing pretty good. I mean, 23 years old, had two houses lived in a pretty big home, wife and my little baby girl, and then just got everything ripped out from under me. I got evicted from my house. I basically lost my business. I had to let go of eight of my employees. Um, they froze my accounts because they wanted to withdraw the money. So I ended up with nothing. Right. right? And my expenses were about 10 grand a month. So it's not like I can go back to a freaking job and pay that off. Right. So uh, I got faced with that. Right. And, and I obviously I'm a human being, you know, we, we get hit with challenges and, and we, we respond immediately in emotion. Right. Mm -hmm. I went home that day. I didn't want to tell my wife that we were going to get evicted, that we're not, that I haven't been paying the house because I was trying to figure out how I can maneuver my money, trying to figure out how I can make this happen. And I, I remember sitting outside uh, dropped my tailgate, I was, it was pretty fresh out, nighttime, and I was just crying. You know, I was crying and crying and crying because I didn't want to go inside and tell my wife that we're going to lose the house, that my little baby girl wasn't going to have a house anymore, right? And it, it's, it's, it was the worst thing that I thought, right? Because it's not me anymore. It's my little baby girl. It's my wife. They're depending on me. Right. So it, it's a bigger picture now. I couldn't just crawl under a rock and pretend like nothing's happening right. because it's not about me anymore. Right. And it's never been about me. And I think that's what the lesson was. Right. Because I was so focused on me, 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 me. I have to make this right. I have to do this when in reality it never was about me. Right. And that's the lesson that I got from it. So I went in, I faced it. I told my wife that, you know, we're going to lose the house. Of course, you know, reaction like, Oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. Like, what are we going to do? And I, I'm just like, don't freak out. 
Like, I promise you that I'll find a way out. Just trust me. Like, we've done it before. We, we've been faced with challenges. You know that we always find a way, right? And that's our, that's our little thing. We'll always find a way. And um, I remember she went to sleep. I couldn't even sleep. And I was looking through my Instagram. And I came across Bradley. And I had, I had been following him for a while. And it, it was funny because... Uh, he's the one in charge of Lightspeed, correct? Yes. He's, he's the founder and CEO of Lightspeed. And I saw his post and his post said, I, all these individuals always ask me how to get the attention of these big players, right? They want to get in the field with all these entrepreneurs. And I remember asking that. So it caught my attention. I'm like, huh. And he's like, there's one of two ways that you can do that. One, either become one or two, have something that they want. And it clicked. And I, I thought like, man, well, everybody right now is building courses. Everybody's <laughs> a subject matter expert and this and that. And I was like, oh my God, like, this is it. Like, there's no way I'm going to be able to get myself out of this here in my hometown. I'm going to have to do this, right? I, I need to get with Bradley. I, I need to get with him. So I sent him a message and I'm like, hey, Brad, like I've been following you for a while. And I know now that I need to work with you. Like, I know I can provide a bunch of value. And believe me, like, I'll be an entrepreneur in your company. Like, I'm not going to be a regular employee. And he responded. You know, he's like, Here, here's my sales manager. Why don't you email that? So I was like, oh, my God. Like, okay, perfect. Like, here we go. Like, this is, this is what I was looking for. I knew something was going to come up. So I emailed the sales manager. and. Uh, they're like, yeah, you know, like, wait, when can we jump on a phone call? Because they're like, do you have a resume? I'm like, resumes can be faked. Right? I'm a real person. Call me. Look, look at my Facebook. Look at my stuff. I know I can kill it. So sales manager calls me. We, we got on a quick conversation. They're like, well, where do you live? Are you in Vegas? I'm like, no, I'm in Yuma, Arizona. They're like, e, that's going to be tough. I'm like, no, trust me. Like, I'll move. I'll go. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'll, I'll get there. They're like, well, when, when can you get here? I'm like, I'll be there tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. You just tell me, give me the word. So she's like, yeah, why don't you come tomorrow, 6 a.m.? So another thing that I teach is preparation, right? It, it, it's all about the setup. You, you have to set yourself up for success. So what I did is I reached out to everybody that had that position. I, I reached out to them on Facebook, and I found out what it is that they looked for in that job. Just to clarify, what position do you mean that you were looking for? It was a salesman. Okay, okay. So I was like, okay, obviously they want sales, but there's got to be a different metrics. Like what, it is, what is it that leads to those? And there's this thing they call demos, right? Where you demonstrate the system. So they're like, well, dude, if you can get a bunch of demos, there's somebody here that can close them. So the value really comes with someone that can set demos up. So I was like, aha. So... Before I showed up to my interview, I lined up three demos <laughs> with, with people that I knew that would need the system. So when I showed up for my interview, you know, uh, we did the whole interview process and then the sales manager was like, well, you drove all the way from, from Yuma. You can stick around and hang out. And I'm like, well, why don't you test me out? Since I'm already here, what can I do? And then she's like, well, sit down and try to get some demos, right? So in my interview, I got three demos, 
Right. They're like, what the heck? Like, dude, you got the job. Like, when can you start? We're ready to go. And, and it was all about the setup, right? I set myself up for that. I didn't mm -hmm. want to leave it to chance. Like I knew this was my shot and I couldn't leave it to chance. So I got the job and I went back home happy, but then I'm like, well, I don't have any money to move, right? How am I going to get there? And they asked me like, are you good to go? Can you move? And I'm like, yeah, like we're all good to go, right? I'll figure it out as I go. <laughs> right. So I went back home and I told my wife and I'm like, well, you're going to have to go with your parents, you know, for a little bit, just a little while. And she's like, well, what are you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to live in my car. Like, what? How can you do that? I was like, you just have to trust me. Like, you go live with your parents. Stay there. Let me go figure this out for us. Mm -hmm. Right? So I had to figure that all out. Like, how can I be sanitary? How can I, like, live in my freaking car? So I got a, I got a membership at Planet Fitness because it's $10 a month. So I could take showers there. Oh, right? got it. So uh, I, was, I was living in my car for the first two months at Lightspeed. And I was just eating like the little canned tunas, you know, when it, whenever I, I was in my car. But I was spending most of my time at work. You know, I'd go shower at the gym. And within a month, I overproduced or, or I did more than everybody was doing combined. Wow. As far as activity and cells and everything, because I was determined, like I, I needed to get us out of here, right? Um, I got promoted within, you know, like a month and a half to special operations within the company. Then I got promoted again to handle all of the events and everything that was going on, all because of the activity that I was putting in, right? And it all came because of the pressure. I know the activity wouldn't have been the same if I would have been cozy at home. Right. You know, I was living in my car. I was sharing at a gym. I didn't have my family with me. And it was all of these obstacles that were put in front of me that can make a person go insane. That make a person just like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Right. But I couldn't. There was too many people depending on me. Right. It wasn't about me. And like I said, it never was about me. I got to a certain point at the company, started producing revenue, and I finally was able to get my family out here, right? And it, and it became like the light again, right? It's like, I see this now. I, I, I can see why this happened to me because I would have never been at light speed if my company wouldn't have went down. Right. right? So I there was purpose never, for, our, for it all. Exactly. I would have never had the opportunity to meet with Brad meet with Grant Cardone, Tony Robbins, Damon John, all these big guys, if my company wouldn't have went down, right? There was, I know I would have still been in my little hometown. So everything that we get faced with, all the challenges always have meaning, always have a reason. And we have to learn to look at, like, what is the opportunity here? Right? Instead of questioning, like, why is this happening to me? Right. Like, okay, what, what do I need to do to get out of this? Because this is going to push me forward. Right. So living at a certain income, now I got all this debt. Now I have the pressure of pushing my income over that. Right. And once all the debt is paid off, my income is going to be way bigger than it was before. Right. And it's all the pressure that was being put on to do so. Right. And leaving a legacy. And I, I didn't understand that before. Right. I always knew that I wanted to help people, but I didn't get how. Right. And, and when that happened to me, 
it helped me understand like, man, like nothing's for sure. Like you have, you, you can prepare as much as you want, but it can still go down. You just have to be ready for it. You have to be mentally prepared to be able to overcome anything that comes your way and, and setting, setting it all up. So now I focus on helping people set themselves up. So if this goes down or that goes down, they have something to fall on, right? right. They don't lose everything the way I did because I wasn't thinking of preparation. I was thinking like, ah, I'm good. I'm making money. Ain't nothing going to happen to me. Right. But if I would have had the mindset of leaving a legacy, like what happens when I'm gone? Right. What happens if I were to pass away? What would have happened to my family? Right. And that's a question I ask a lot of people. It's like, do you care about your family? Do, do you care about their well-being? And, and nine times out of 10, they'll say yes. The one people that don't is because they don't have family. Right? But for the most part, everybody will say yes. And then I ask them another question. I'm like, do you think it's possible or do you think it's a possibility not to wake up tomorrow? And everybody agrees. Like, yeah, you're right. Okay. If you were to pass away, is your family going to be okay or are they going to be harmed? And again, like, ooh, well, I didn't think of that. Right. So you told me you knew that it was a possibility that you wouldn't wake up tomorrow. You know that if you didn't wake up tomorrow, your family wouldn't be okay. And that's not your highest priority. Right. It is because we don't like to think about death. Right. right. It's, it's, it's like willingful ignorance. We know it's going to happen, but we don't want to think about it. We don't want right. to like confront it. Well, I think we also have kind of that immortality feeling for a yeah. while in our lives. So yeah, like, it's just not part of our thinking process because it's like, ah, eh, that's later. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll have plenty of time. Right. And, and it's so much more than that because like I said, I didn't die, but I still got everything ripped from under me. And it's, it's basically the same effect. I was helpless. I, I felt helpless. Like I couldn't believe it. Right. I, and it was all my fault. Right. It, I was beating myself up. I, it was me, 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 me. And as soon as I let go of the whole me, me, me thing, I felt so much better because I had a purpose now. Right. It wasn't about fixing what I did. It was about building what I needed to build in the first place. And we get stuck sometimes. I like to picture life as a maze right? And we hit a wall sometimes and we don't want to go back because it's like, we've already went this far, right? We don't want to go backwards, but it's perception. You have to go back to take the right path, right? Got Either it. break the wall down, you climb over it or go back. You need to. It feels like you're going backwards, but you're, you're rethinking, you're reshaping, reevaluating. Where did I go wrong? What turn did I make that, that had me hit this wall here? Right. And you go back and then you start over and you keep going, like fall in love with the process. Don't be so obsessed with the result because the result at the end literally is death at the end. You die. So why are you so excited to get to the end? <laughs> Enjoy what you're doing right now. Right. So when somebody comes to you and, and you're talking to them about how you are building your own legacy so that your family and, you, and your daughter and they're safe, if something were to happen to you, how do you convince somebody else? I mean, you're kind of talking to us right now about why people should be thinking of this, but how do you get them started on that path? What do you, what do you tell people? Well, I, I always ask people for their, their purpose and their beliefs. Cause a lot of the times, like if you listen to all of these subject matter experts and stuff, 
they all correlate, they all almost say the same thing, but in their own way, right? So people's purposes are always identical. They always wanna leave something behind. They always wanna make an impact. Right. Obviously, if it's a positive person, if it's a negative person that doesn't really want anything, it doesn't really resonate. Right. But people that are trying to build something, they always want to leave a legacy. They always want to make an impact. So I let them explain that, right? You explain what it is that you want to do, right? And once they talk about leaving a legacy and this and that, and I ask those questions that I brought up about caring about their family and death and stuff, it helps them put themselves in those shoes, right? It's like, damn, I didn't think of that. Right. And it's like, how do you sleep at night? Like, how do you sleep knowing that if you don't wake up tomorrow, your family is not going to be in the best position ever. And and it helps them picture it. And it's always better to have someone think and put themselves in those shoes rather than you explain it to them. Like you need to build a legacy. You need to take care of your family. It doesn't work the same. You ask the questions so they can think about it. Like, man, what would happen? Right. What would happen if I passed away today? What would happen if an accident happened and I couldn't go to work and the, the income flow that I bring in stopped, especially when you have people depending on you. Right. Right. They have to realize that it's not about them if they have people depending on them. And that's that's the true legacy. Right. What you're leaving behind. It's not a memory that you leave behind. It's an ongoing impact. Yeah. And it kind of makes me think of um, Stephen Covey. I don't know if you've read his books, but one of his principles is begin with the end in mind. Mm -hmm. So what you're talking about is seeing where you want to go or what you want to build or what you want to create and what kind of legacy you want to leave for your family and your loved ones or other people in the world. Because like you said, making an impact. Mm -hmm. And some people say, hey, just stay in the now, stay in the present and focus on now. And I say you have to have those external further out goals so that you have like this path to work toward. And that path, that further out goal may shift around as you're going, but you're still kind of weaving your way toward it throughout your life then. And I think that's really important. And without that, how would we exist without doing the same things over and over and over and over again if we didn't have goals to work toward, if we didn't yeah. have that end result in mind? That, that it's exactly right. And, and a lot of people, I mean, it's true. You could only control the now, right? And an and example I like to put is like, imagine you're at target practice, right? Everybody has a goal. Everybody has a target they want to hit. And when you don't know what your target is, it's like trying to hit the target with the blindfold off and then they spin you around a bunch of times. It's like, okay, shoot. Right. Like, what's the chances of you get. shooting it? Right. <laughs> Rather than taking the blindfold off, looking at where it is, it's like, okay, there it is. Now shoot until you hit it. Right. Because at least now you're shooting in the right direction. You're shooting right. towards what you want. And right. the whole end in mind thing, it's when we get to a certain age, when we start working and rent and all that stuff, we kind of get into like a, a routine and we forget what real life was like as a kid, right? When you, when you enjoyed it, when you, when you would wake up and you didn't have things to worry about, right? When you prepare for absence, when you prepare for absence, you have the ability to live your life again. You're not worried about rent. You're not worried about bills because that's on autopilot, right? Oh, okay. Everything paid for, everything is already working without you. And that's the Got goal. It. Right? If you build a business and the business needs you, you didn't build a business, you, you build a job. 
right? So if you want to build a business, it needs to run itself. And that's why I'm so passionate about Lightspeed because it, it, it helps you train people. It helps them understand what you want, right? With repetition over and over and over again, right? You yeah. give them the ability to learn and work without you. If they have questions, go back and refer to the system. All the training and everything you need to know is there, right? And now it gives you the ability to get out and live your life again like you, when, when you were a kid, right? You, you, a lot of people think like, oh, no, when I die, I'm good. But they're still working. It's like, how do you know? Like, why are you going to leave it to when you pass away to see if it works or not? You're not going to be able to fix it after that. Like, right. You need to know now. Prepare for absence right now. Make it to where you're not needed anymore. Put the work in. And make sure you're thinking all the way through because like, the people are depending on you. Like, it's not about you. And I, and I say that over and over again, because that was the big lesson in this. Yeah. Right? It never was about me and it's, it never is. And, and I'm actually really impressed that you have already learned that lesson because even for me, it took a while to get to that point that it's not about me. It's about the impact I can have. It's about what I can do for other people. It's not about me. It's about the other people I care about. And so I too, just like you, I strive to help people. That's what I want to do and to help encourage them and empower them to take control of their life and to live it their way. And so what you're doing is very, very much related in that you're helping them to take control of their life and put, like you said, all of that stuff on autopilot, which is in itself just an amazing accomplishment for anybody if you can get to that point because I think we're all trying to get there and we have no idea that we're trying to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like we, we all have somewhere in the back of our minds that this is the life that we want to have. We want to make sure all of our bills are taken care of, our families taken care of. I think we all want to get there, but then there's that missing piece in between we just don't know how to get there or we don't believe it's possible you know so we've got some of those limiting beliefs which makes me want to ask you about your other company the limits don't apply how does that fit into all of the stuff that you're doing right now so limitless is the key word for it all so limits don't apply it, it's a mindset right so it, it's limitless a lot of barriers that we have in our life like i explained the maze it's all mental it's all mentality. So being with Lightspeed, it allows me to get limits don't apply, put it in a course and spread it out to the world. Because I believe that we are limitless and we limit ourselves, right? We limit what we think that we can do. Mm -hmm. When our brains and our, like we're, we're incredible people. Like if you realize like you were a baby once and then you grew, right? We have eyes and ears. And if we get a cut, we heal ourselves. Our body does that. Right. right. So imagine if we were able to do that on purpose, it would be like a superpower. Like, what do you mean? Like you cut yourself and you healed yourself, right? If you, if you ask that question, it's like, oh, how did you do that? Well, my body did it. My mind did it. Right. Right? It already does it for you. We're amazing human beings, right? And I want to teach people that. Like I grew up in a family where you weren't born rich. You can't have that. You're, you have to understand like, this is the way we are. This is the way you have to live. Right. And I grew up believing that I grew up believing that. And until it clicked, like until I was like, you know what, forget all this. I'm going to, I'm going to try to do it. Cause I always wanted to be famous, a famous artist, singer, 
right? And I was about 20 years old when I discovered Limitless because I was like, you know what? I'm not going to wait to go to a club and perform. I'm going to throw my own party. Right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my own concert. And I started telling everybody about it and they're like, oh, no, you can't do that. You know, there's no way, blah, blah, blah. I had no money. I, I, I mean, I'm 19, 20. So what I did is I started looking at all the friends and people that I knew that I can utilize to help me pull this together. Right. So I'm like, okay, I need a location. And I'm like, well, I could throw it in the desert. Right. How am I going to throw a concert in the desert? Right. Long story short is I ended up throwing a concert in the desert and 2,500 people showed up. Wow. And it was like, I saw what I was able to do after everybody told me I couldn't. Right. And all I did was pull pieces together. Right. I had a friend that did graffiti. I had another friend that was a truck driver. So I had the truck driver let me borrow his flatbed. I had a few friends help me build a backboard. Uh, I had my graffiti artist graffiti something cool so it looked like a stage. Then I went to a like a banner place and I'm like, hey, I'm throwing this big concert. Do you want to sponsor like a banner with your logo on it so I, I can make it look like a legit stage? They're like, hell yeah. So I had a stage out there. Then I, I found a DJ. I'm like, dude, there's going to be so many people out there. Like you're going to be able to promote yourself. And they're like, oh, you dude, I'm in. So I was able to get all of these resources and things together by just communicating and talking to people and selling them the vision. Right. And once I was able to see for myself, because I didn't let anybody else affect it, right? I saw for myself that I was able to do it. Like it clicked. I'm like, man, I can do anything, anything I set my mind to, right? I am limitless. People put limits on me, right. not myself. Limitless is a mindset that I want to prove to everybody. And I know everybody has their own ways, like uh, Grant has 10X and, and build more, but I, I like to think of it like more psychological because there's a lot of things that we don't understand, like dreams, you know, dreams. How do we repair ourselves like what I was talking about? You know, we grow up with a certain eye color. Who says that we can't change our eye color, right? <laughs> Again, who knows, right. right? We don't know for sure. And, and now my, I want to learn that. Like, I want to be able to, to prove that our brain and our capacity is limitless. Right. right. Like the movie Limitless or the movie Lucy, right? How they were able to do all these things. Like, I believe we can. I, and I, I strongly believe. And, and I don't want to live. I don't want to leave this life without proving that. That's awesome. One of my favorite things to tell people, and I, I use this a lot, is that there are no limits beyond those that you create. We are unlimited in our capacity to do things. And I told you earlier in the podcast even that sky's the limit. I actually don't believe the sky's the limit because I don't believe there is a limit. It's just, it's this hypothetical virtual boundary that we create, but I don't think there is a boundary. I think the only boundaries we have are those that we have in here or that other people constantly telling us, you can't do that, you can't do that. When somebody tells me I can't do it, I'm more likely to just say, watch me. Yeah. Yes, I can. Because I can see it, I can feel it, I can sense it, and I know I can make it happen. I think what you're going for and the fact that you've learned this, um, because I'm, I'm 41, so the fact that you've learned this at, at, to me, such a young age is it's amazing. So I know you've already done so much, but when I look at you and I see what you've accomplished so far, this seems like just the beginning for you. 
I think it's a great message, helping people see that they can empower themselves to do whatever they want because there are no limits yeah. besides the ones that they create. Exactly. So yeah, I think that's, that's fantastic. Is there anything else that you wanted to add before we kind of um, one, one last thing that I feel like really, um, changed my perspective about things. And this, this is a, a Bradley original. He calls it the million dollar morning. Okay. He asked the question, if I gave you a million dollars, would you be excited? And a lot of people are like, hey, yeah, hell yeah. Would you be excited for the month? Dude, I'll be excited for the whole year. A million dollars. Like, Okay, cool. Perfect. So if I give you a million dollars or I asked you, do you want this million dollars or do you want to live tomorrow? What would you pick? Ah. And everybody picks life. Oh, exactly. So why are you so excited to have a million dollars when you would pick life over that? You have something more valuable than a million dollars when you wake up and you don't wake up excited. Right. Right. And it's perception. We don't believe that it's that valuable because we take it for granted. Right? And it helped me too, right? Because I would wake up and think about all the things that I had to do and, oh my God, I have this and that. And it's like, man, I got to wake up. I, I got another chance. I got another shot. There's a lot of people that didn't get that shot, right? Even if I did get a million dollars and I didn't wake up tomorrow, it doesn't matter. Right? We woke up today. We got another shot to try to get it. I think that if people live their lives like that, we're going to be in such a better place because yeah. people are going to be so grateful, right? It, it, it's about being grateful that you have another day. Be grateful and you're going to be a better person. Like, a lot of people want to receive love and want to receive this, but if you don't have it and you don't give it, why are you expecting to get it back? Right? You get what you put out to the world. Yep. It's a great Wanna perspective. Leave? Yeah. So thank you. Thank you again for sharing that. And um, to all of our listeners, if you would like more information about Legacy or Limits Don't Apply, you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram using Limits Don't Apply, all one word without any punctuation. You can also look them up on LinkedIn by name. So thank you again for sharing so much of your time today and for sharing your story. And for everyone else out there, thank you again for being here. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Jen. Yeah, thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to share it with your friends or leave a rating and review through your favorite listening platform. When you do, you help us to reach more individuals just like you who are looking for a shift in perspective or to discover their own truth within. The Simply Authentic podcast was brought to you by EnterVibe, a company with a passion for transformational growth. To learn more, please visit EnterVibeLife.com. That's E-N-E-R-V-I-B-E Life.com. This episode was produced and edited by me, your host, Jen Stickney, using Adobe Audition as well as tools available at anchor.fm your one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs the music used in this podcast is titled clear progress by scott holmes